the Our Secret Spot podcast, your look through the keyhole into Australia's hottest swingers club. Hello everyone, I am Lawrence and I'm joined here with Jess. Hey. And this is Our Secret Spot, the podcast. So we're the owners and founders of Our Secret Spot, a swingers club based in Sydney, Australia. And we're just here to share anecdotal stories of our time in the club, what we see, what we hear, what we smell. What we do. <laughs> what we do. Um, or what we'd like to be doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah. What we like to do, what we what we like to do, what we would like to do, all or that Or what kind we're of going stuff. to do next time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> future. It's always nice to plan for the future. 100%. Yeah. So this month's podcast, we're, we're just having a look back on the last four weeks of May, the, probably the end of April as well. Because um, I know Jesse wanted to talk about some uh, an event that happened in the end of April. Yeah. Uh, and we because we want to keep some of the these sto- these more recent stories fresh, uh, and we wanted to hopefully share them with you to entice the newbies um, to see what regularly happens at the club each month. Yeah. Um, and also to remind anybody of the events that we do hold at OSS and how debaucherous yeah, you can get. Yeah, it's just it's shameless <laughs> self promotion. <laughs> well, hey, when you've got it, you got to got to work it. That's right. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we're going to kick off straight away with story time. Jess Ooh. is going to kick it off for us, I think. Yeah, I am. So um, corrected with the end of April. So at the end of April, we had our three C's gang back, gang bang return. Gang back. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> well, I went straight into halfway through to the story because I was like, picturing the story in my head, and I'm trying to not spoil the story. Yeah. So, so our three C's gang bang return. Um, oh, it sounds like a like an, a sequel to a mad action movie. <laughs> I, Three C's, the return, cock, cock, cock. <laughs> the cockening, <laughs> the, co- the cockening. I mean, it was definitely a, a cockening. Did you feel like there was uh, a three to one ratio of men? There, there certainly was. I was, I was impressed yeah. with the. I think that was the probably turn up by the men. Yeah, in, in, in general. Yeah, <laughs> them showing up, all yeah. of them. Yeah, you did a great job. I think uh, that was probably the best in terms of turnout, in terms of the actual ratio? Because sometimes the three Cs that we've done, the ratio hasn't quite been three to one. It's probably been more closer to two, two to, to one. one. Yeah. I think it's also like this time, and as much as I want to bring as many couples as possible, I did hold the couple's tickets back. Yep. Um, and the single female ticket sold out in a day. Yeah. So it's a very popular event, ladies. So the next one's coming up in October, just so we know, but I'll remind everyone. October, later. wow, that's a fair I've way I've pulled out. it out a little bit yep. because I do want to just keep it very specialised. Yeah. Um, but back to my story. So, yeah. paint us the picture. <laughs> I thought you said penis is a picture. <laughs> <laughs> I will paint a picture. I had been upstairs, and so this particular three C's I'd participated in, which I think almost every three C's I participated in, except for maybe the, the one prior to that. Yeah, the one prior you were not well. I was sick. I yep. had a throat infection. But this one. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically. <laughs> I, um, but this one I participated in and I have a few girlfriends to, you know, kind of hold my hand or help me hold things in their hands. Um, yeah. So we had had a little bit of a play session with a, a few guys and I, I needed a bit of a, a water break, a bit of viewing time and just a bit of downtime. Mm. Um, and so I decided to have a little wander around in the group room. Um, so I'd been playing in the private rooms just because I, that was the best way to find beds at the time. Yep. Um, and so I sort of had a little wander over into the orgy rooms, sat down on one of the ottomans and looked up at one of the four poster beds. So the one closest to the shower yep. was the one I was looking at. Now I could hear the girls, but I couldn't physically see them. 
Now I say girls because there was two different moans. Um, I mean, I did get up and have a, a better look afterwards. However, while I was sitting down, I had a guy, I had one guy at the end of the poster bed, four on the right side, three on the left, and two guys kind of positioned on top, of, like in the bed. So what's that? Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Wow. Ten guys. Ten guys. Or oh, not ten people. Ten guys. No, there was ten guys because the two girls were back to back. In the middle of that poster bed. Wait, back to back as in? Like both their backs were up against each other and they were facing out. Right. It was like they were sort of facing, one was facing towards the mirror, one was facing towards the wall and they were right. just sort of moving around. Wow. Like you it was it was a yeah. talented act. Like I was looking over and I was, there was a few, oh, some of the guys on the edges were just waiting and keeping themselves prepared um, while one guy was getting a blowjob and another guy had a handjob here and then there was one girl getting fucked with two hands up and she just had her head face down on the floor. What do you mean by two hands up? Because I, I can see what I can see the motion you're doing. You got. I think you have to I'm mind sorry, explain. I'm sorry. Let me try and describe this a bit better. So one of the girls had um, head down on the uh, the bed, mm. ass up, getting fucked with her hands up towards her, like t- towards up past her head, holding onto two penises. Poor <laughs> 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 Lawrence is watching me like do the hand movements everywhere. Um, so that was happening and. I could hear all the sounds, but I couldn't see the girls. Um, so that was happening. And then they sort of did a back-to-back face section where one girl was having sex. She was leaning up against the other girl. So a guy was sort of like, she was kind of straddling the guy while she was fucking him, doing two hand jobs. The other girl was doing the same with two hand jobs and a guy was going down on her. Right. So there was a, a whole magical moment of different positions and like, touching everything possible right. um these two girls were very very lovely to look at as well which mm. is handy um where was i <laughs> you were off with one of our friends people <laughs> <laughs> one of our friends um you were still in one of the private rooms oh okay um because me and my other friend, we were just sitting watching this and we were like oh my god we well, have the popcorn to just like, oh, oh. <laughs> well we were trying to figure out like how are they doing it like how do you get into these positions and we, we figured out, like, the two girls were supporting each other quite well by, like, leaning up against each other to, you know, hold yeah. on and not sort of move. Like, yeah, you're, like, in, you're like in weird positions. You, you kind of slip or you fall and you have to use more abs than you need. Yeah. This is kind of them, you know, using movement but supporting each other. Yeah. It was a very impressive thing. Like, when you watch an action movie and there's two people fighting a, you know, they're having a gunfight and yes. they just have to back to back and just try and... And they sort of work because off they're surrounded. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Except this time, surrounded by cock. <laughs> um, but this went on for a good like five, ten minutes until. Were any feet involved? No, 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 no feet involved. Um, a lot of flexible legs spreading, like eagle spreading. Mm. And I, I don't think the girls missed a beat. Kay. They were constantly on, around holding something. You're going to have to tell me who these people were at the, after this. You've after, met them before. Yeah, tell me afterwards who this is because <laughs> I'm very intrigued they now. Were, they were very impressive. They were two actual single girls, I remember, because they were the five single girls that bought tickets. Yep. I obviously tried to figure out mm. who they were straight away. But um, they've regularly come to the club. So okay. they might have, you know, tag-teamed in together and been like, we kind of know each other. Let's do this shit. <laughs> I was very impressed. Very, very impressed. Um, so, yeah, that's my gangbang story. I mean, there was a lot of a, a lot of men t- testosterone and sex going on that night. Yeah, um, it does have a, it does impressive. have a different vibe. Those parties, those, the three C's parties. But that was the most impressive thing I've yeah. seen, to be honest, in the club in a while. Yeah, or at least <laughs> the most um, 
uh, hardest thing. <laughs> There's a lot of hard things in that. Mm. A lot of um, a lot of thinking and doing while enjoying. Yeah, and it was impressive because I know for a fact sometimes I get a little bit distracted and I can't concentrate if I've got too many penises in front of me. Yeah. So it was. I was impressed. It was very impressive. I'm glad you were impressed. <laughs> it's good to see you were impressed. Yes. <laughs> so what was your story, hey? Uh, I wanted to talk about one of the newbie nights that we had. I think it was the first one of May. So that was... May 8th? May 8th, yeah. Yeah. It's actually a kind of a similar story to yours, but it's... Oh. It, was, it just happened by chance. But, the, you know, the newbies nights, um, so we hold them once every fortnight, one on a Friday, one on a Saturday, obviously aimed at people who are new to the lifestyle or new to a club in general. And we wanted to, and we just try and make it as welcoming as possible because some people feel quite daunted if they have to come to some kind of costume party or something like that. This particular evening, uh, like they, like all our evenings are, are sold out to the, to, to the capacity of the venue. Uh, this one felt particularly busy, I think, because most people turned up. Some, yeah, like, you know, some people just don't turn up. Like we have a, a bit of a gap in people who don't make it. I think this this happened on the same bed that you were just talking about, and it's just by chance. Bed it's gets like, a workout. <laughs> yeah, that bed does get a workout. Where it's it was a newbie night, but I know there were I think there were f- like three or four single guys there that night out of you know the the five that we allow. Yeah, the five that we allow. So out of like sixty couples, five. Uh, sorry, no, what? Four four single men out of the sixty couples turned up. Yeah, and. There was one of the, and then the the person, the other person was a single female and she was one of the, I think, I think there were like two or three single females that night. I can't quite remember. Somewhere around there. I know. Okay. So I'm going to give you the numbers. So there's the one single female and there was four single guys yeah. in this interaction that I watched. Two of those single males were brand new to the club and the lifestyle. So I was like, Good for them. Yeah, <laughs> you know, kudos like, to that. Like getting straight in. And then this is what was happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So I, I, came over, I came over into the open room and you could hear these really animalistic grunts and moans. <laughs> I'm like, something is happening. Why <laughs> like, are you holding a fist? I, I'm just like, like mm. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> 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 so she can, And I don't want to scare anyone. Like this is obviously not the total norm but it's just like this was something that was interesting to me and it was the fact that they were like like two uh three of the the five people involved were, were newbies to the club and i was like wow that's mm. this this going balls to the wall <laughs> so there was a guy lying down on his back the woman was sitting on him anally impressive there was another guy penetrating her like yeah so kind of in sitting missionary facing her they were facing each other yeah vaginally and then there was another guy standing above them all receiving a blowjob. And then there was just the the um another the fourth guy just sort of just milling at the back. <laughs> He's just biding his time. Yeah. Um and she, so obviously she was airtight and she mm. was getting fucked. <laughs> really fucked. And I just sort of stood there and watched for a bit. Okay. My God, like she, that girl can take it. Yeah. <laughs> And I and then this is when I started obviously notice the, the the two of the guys I'm like going oh it's like they're 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 the two new because I gave both of them their tours so I knew like I had a conversation with them for like you know about ten fifteen minutes with each of them at the beginning of the night and how nervous they were and this and that and then to see them just getting into it and having so much fun was really 
it was nice. It was nice to see. It's impressive. Yeah. And I kind of hung around, <laughs> as I normally do. But that's, that, that's, that's your thing, though. A girl that can take it, you like it. Yeah. 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 It is impressive to Look, watch. I picked it's up glasses, you know, I straightened <laughs> some towels and, you I know. I like how the work element comes into that. I picked up glasses. Yeah, I did. It's I, fine. I would have yeah. stood there too and been like, holy cow. Yeah, like just that type of, uh, uh, I guess, sexual athleticism about it. Just like she was just, and, it's and it didn't t- seem it's to phase her. Like it wasn't like, impressive. you know, sometimes when you're seeing them, you're looking like they're constant. They're not just, they, they're concentrating what they're doing and they're trying to, they're trying to do something for the sake of it. Whereas she was just. Like she oh, was, eyes rolling like, in the back yeah, of the head. She was she was just it. Like yeah, she was she was not on this planet anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she was no, somewhere yeah, else. I, I props off to any girl that can do it because I do remember my first airtight and I, it was <laughs> my whole brain was trying to even register what pleasure I was feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's it. Things are falling off my. But shoulders. don't let that scare you away from newbies <laughs> night. No, no, yeah. no. This, that, that was an extreme story because like, that's kind of what I remember sometimes about these nights is where, <laughs> but you know the the, the dirtier new- the better. Not. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's impressive though. Like, prop, like hats off to that chick. Like, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and it's all like even just doing like anal to like some people can be quite a big step on any night. Yeah. Um. So you know, well done. She was obviously prepared. She knew what was what was going on. Oh, what a good girl. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. On that note, I have a um a much more female dominant. Yeah. Um, story to talk about. Taking a bit of a tangent. <laughs> Just a little one. Um, so recently we had our Club V and we um, decided to trial a Sunday this time. So What's Club V for those who don't know? Uh, Club V is our female um, orientated identifying only event. Okay. So only females are allowed and we have only female staff, only female DJs and only female um, performances. Cool. Which is one of our favorite events to do every three months. I, I'd love to be just fly be a fly on the wall. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to be a fly on the it's wall. It's quite impressive because I think like the one prior to this was my first eight girl orgy and I don't think I've ever orgasmed that many times with a female or yeah. females. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a lot of females and males. Because mm. um, all I hear from like you and, and the, the staff and the that work yeah. there and, and, and the friends that we have that go is just like how different the energy is. Like compared, like, so we have a, like a newbie night and it's a bit more mm. laid back and people are sort of, you know, there's a bit of trepidation and uh, nervousness and then something like the three C's where it's a bit more, there's that masculine. Yeah, it's quite uh, animalistic. A- like energy. it's very, like three C's is very, very like, um, primal and very hot and heated. Yeah. Whereas like Club V is very like fluid and like it's almost calming and like sensual. Like it's more like you go in for a really nice oily massage. Whereas yes, yeah, speak to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Whereas like you know uh, the three C's is much more like bang and move on. Just because yeah. you know there's so much to do. Like you just want to continue. Whereas you can take your time with Club V. Like and I find females, or at least with the our Club V events, the females do try and take more time. Um, with four plays and like trying to get to know each other's bodies a mm-hmm. little bit more, and I think that's just because as as females we all have different ways that we get turned on. Yep. Um. So we obviously reflect on how we want to get orgasms onto the other women. Yeah. Well, at least that's my, how I do. So it. considerate. <laughs> so considerate, Ria. Um. So we recently had our club V on a Sunday. Um. And we had. 85 beautiful women turn up, um, which was excellent. We also did find having it on the daytime was a little bit different in crowd-wise. So we did a 3 p.m. till 10 p.m. We have found we will be putting it back onto a Friday to have a little bit easier for women to turn up because some Sundays you don't want to be leaving at 10 p.m. to go to work on Monday morning. Yeah, How did you feel? Like, like overall, was it did it feel like a good thing? Or? The, the vibe was really good. Like I felt like everyone had 
It was more conversational though, this one. Mm. I felt like this was more like a gathering rather than a sexual experience. Place. So it's interesting because like one of our staff members who worked, has worked both of them said this one was more play stuff, whereas the last one was more like a pajama party almost. <laughs> really? I guess it depends it, what you see. I think so because... Just when you happen to be walking past any given yeah, that's situation. Because I mean, I did walk past and there was... So the story I had was a girl with um, a, a, a double-ended strap on. So um, the, it strapped into her vagina and ah, she yeah. used it to penetrate another girl. So it was like a double, I think they're called double-ended strap-ons. Double it's a strapless strap-on, strap right? Strapless strap-on, thank where you, you. Where it's, it's sort of inserted into the vagina yep. and, yeah. it's, and, and it, it cups up in. towards the clitoris and pelvic area. Yeah. And you use your sort of... Thrust yeah. to sort of get into that. Because yeah. every time I did a cup check or a little clean-up, I saw... Like play, but I saw a lot more talking this time. But I also did leave a little bit earlier as well, so it could have progressed and got a little bit dirtier as I left. Mm. Clearly, the action happens when I leave. <laughs> no, you had the ache or orgy the last time <laughs> you were there, so that's not true either. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well, this is true. Well, back to my story. So essentially, oh yeah, that's right. You had a story. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about Club B later. Um, so I'd gone up to do a quick cup check while the girls were um dancing to some of the music downstairs. Um, and we have these two silky couches. So they're in velvet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're like quilted velvet. The ones upstairs near the private rooms. Yes, correct. Yeah. And they've kind of got this like S-shaped curve. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, as I walked up, I was just doing a little check around there and I saw one girl who was sort of curved down with her butt up towards the air, so sort of laying into the couch with the other girl with the strap on on. Now – from what you see initially, all I could see was just thrusting it. And I was like, oh, interesting. I didn't realise, you know, tapping your hips to someone's bum could give that sensation until I realised the big, black, thick strap on inside the two of them. <laughs> and then from behind, you got this really beautiful view of these, like, two beautiful bums, a little bit of, like, vagina either side of the uh, dildo, and you could just see that little black slip in and out. But that was impressive because I was like, oh, that's how they work. Like, it was the first time I've ever visually seen a strapless strap-on be put into yeah. play. And they were these... did um, we have one at one point? I feel like we had I one. I have a double-ended dildo. Yeah. I remember having sex with a girl with that, but never the ones that, like, curve. Like, it's flexible, but not, like, it, it moulded. Yeah, I, cause I, I've definitely... Maybe you've played with someone who's had one? Maybe it's with... The X, anyway. Maybe. I'm not <laughs> 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 one of the sexy stories that you've got. <laughs> um, but, yeah, and I remember seeing these girls. So one of the girls had this, like, cool, spunky, like, pink hair and kind of looked like the Ruby Rose but with pink hair. And the other mm. girl was, like, um, Hermione Granger with, a, like, big, like, fluffy hair and okay, kind of, like, to me. wild All right, mate. stop. Okay. <laughs> you need... <laughs> <laughs> you need to put up the bat signal with this Hermione Granger in the club, okay? Cause oh, good <laughs> Lord. You're not allowed to. Were you going to dress up and do trans or something? Uh, just, I don't know. Actually, on that note, though, we did have quite a few trans this time, and I was very impressed. They all they all looked the part, and they all um, were the part, and very lovely, and everyone seemed to get on quite well, actually. Yeah. And I think that's why I found it more of a social event because I found people weren't sticking to just singular groups. Yeah. People were mingling. Like they were Oh yeah, there wasn't as much clicky. Yeah, it didn't feel as clicky. Whereas last time it was like the people who played, it was kind of like you played with that group, you might have come down and talked to the people and then you played with your group again. Like there wasn't as much crossover. Yep. Whereas I felt like I could see a lot of people constantly talking to different people. Mm -hmm. So maybe I just missed all the play that was upstairs. Yeah. But 
it was a great event. Um, very, very successful. And the next one's coming out soon. When? Because I've had to, there's a few questions about that. Oh, is it? Come back to me. Okay. Let me have a look through my phone because I didn't know that off the top of my head. <laughs> oh, roughly. Like what month? What are we Oh, it's in two months. Two months. Okay. Two months. It's like only two months. July. Uh, August. June, July, August. So August. August and then October is the three seats. And in between that, I'm putting a pendulum. Yep. Just okay. to swing it out of it. And swing, speaking of pendulum, that's my next topic. Ooh. So this happened last night at last night's pendulum. So th- we're recording this on the, uh, the 29th. So pendulum was the 28th of May, Friday the 28th of May. It was a great party. I thought there was a. It was a. It was Such a, good, a vibe. good vibe. Yeah, there was a nice uh, cross section of people. Obviously, uh, so, and for those who don't know, Pendulum Party is uh, a party that's was devised by Bradford and Angela of By the By Podcast that is aimed towards making an inclusive, uh, I- inclusive and safe environment for bisexual play for both men and women, or however you are uh, uh, gender identify. Because there was the feeling of not bisexuality for women was okay, whereas you know it wasn't so much okay for men. So that's the space that we we're trying to create. Um, so moving on to my story, this is later in the evening when most of the play was happening, and I was going upstairs again. That same bed. <laughs> this bed <laughs> the, should be the, like bed number one, bed number two. Yeah, we should get like a plaque for it. It's oh yeah, <laughs> the bed that gets fucked the most. This, it, it just happened to be on this bed. <laughs> so the bed uh, in the group play room or the open play room uh, closest to the shower. the title of the, um, the podcast for you for this week. Oh, yeah. Awesome. I the mean, most used bed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I thought if I didn't say it, we were going to forget it. I like it. And this group was on the bed and how Bradford and Angela you would describe it, it was just a puppy pile. And Aww. it was lovely. So I was in there, I was picking up glasses and I was actually doing some sheets. And... I, when I was turning, so I was pulling out the bed just so I could face the rest of the room just because of how I was how, trying to make the bed. And I was just watching this group play. And because I saw four people having, you know, having sex together. And usually because in the club it's mostly heterosexual sex. It's just man with woman uh, times two. But when I, I actually stopped and paid attention to what I was looking at, I was like, oh, there's there's a little bit more to this story, which is cool. And obviously giving it to Pendulum, it was it was fun to watch. It was a really hot scene. So this is super pretty blonde. And this lady. is also coming from somebody who's straight as well. Yeah, I'm straight. But still, you know, I can I can I appreciate but I appreciate saying, like, the was, eroticism was, of yeah, it all. It was yeah. erotic enough to be like, ooh. Yeah. So I'll paint the scene. I'll try and I'll try and do my best here. So she, Yeah. So on the bed, towards the head of the bed, against the wall, this uh, gorgeous blonde was on her sitting up, had her back pressed against the walls, kind of leaning against it, and squatting over her partner's or th- some guy's face, getting getting eaten out down there. The guy was obviously on his back, lying down across the length of the bed, mm-hmm. and there was another guy giving that guy lying down on his back a blowjob, and then. The there was another woman there who was also on her back, but in between the that first guy's legs, kind of licking the guy who was who's getting a blowjob his balls and making out with the guy who was giving the guy a blowjob. So it was all happening mm. at once. So and she just like moved around a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and that was just one sort of like I was watching for 
you know, 20 seconds and they obviously mm. moved and there was, they all, you know, the, the blonde who moved down to bed and she started making out with the guy who was giving the blowjob. Nice. Yeah, and then the, like, sex started to happen. It was really... Fluid. They were all into each other and they were all just... See, that's hot like, when all the energies are all matched. Yeah, and it was, there was like, you know, and I've heard Brad Fernandez talk about when it's just like, it's just everyone's into it. Like you said, just they're all matched. They're all just into it and they're... Yeah, there's they're, no like level of restriction for anyone because everyone's yeah, so at the same I, level. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to touch you because I'm straight, blah, blah, blah. They just... They just went for it. Whatever. It's like... That's awesome. The... the Vaginas, vagina, penis. You're losing I don't your care. Words. Yeah, That's I was how good just. It, like, it was. Lawrence it was so good. Words, I was so good. I was. I was because I was in there for about five minutes, like making up all the beds, and I just kept yeah, looking nice. over every now and then, and you know how much they would just shift around and how much they would, um, just all of them just be playing together, which was really trouser arousing. <laughs> trouser arousing, sexy. Yeah. Ah, oh, what an interesting couple. Interesting couple of events and. The month that we've had. Yeah, so that was Pendulum. That was hot. The next yeah. one's in July. Two months away. Yeah. We do it every two months. Bi-monthly. Oh. Oh. <laughs> That's an inside joke because he didn't know about that. <laughs> um, I do believe you popped up a few questions on our Instagram today, Lawrence. Yeah, so we're going to be moving along to question time. So, again, we did uh, a post uh, on our Instagram stories just asking for people to send in their questions. So we've got quite a few. I'm just going to scan through some of these. This is actually an interesting one, and I kind of wanted to get your thoughts on this too. Yeah. What are your views on getting escorts for the involvement of threesomes or groups? Now, imagine this person is talking in relation to bringing escorts to the club. Okay. I was going to take it as maybe having their first experience sexually. I, mm. uh, look, I'm, L- yeah, I'm let's, not... Let's, let's okay. gear it towards the club. So my opinion is I'm not opposed as long as, A, the escort knows what she's getting herself involved in mm. because I find escorts or sex workers have experience in sexual life in general more than most people. Um, and I find that could be a great tool for you to experience things, especially because um, escorts can be a lot more confident. So they can definitely have some tips and tricks to sort of get you eased into it. But I would also recommend that as long as the all like all parties are consenting, to me it doesn't matter what they are as a mm-hmm. a worker. Yeah. Do you ever think that some, do you ever feel that sometimes there's when it's apparent that they they're an escort and then there's no um it's unmatched. I uh, yeah, and there's no reciprocity between the guests, like she's only there to please him. For him. I don't see that to be a good thing. Um, mm. I, I do also, I have turned away couples or at least people who've attempted to be couples because I have sensed that it's either a sex worker who doesn't really understand what she's here for or is kind of uncomfortable. Mm. Um, and with the fact of, you know, potentially having multiple people around, yeah. that could just cause more of a scene or yeah. it's very much distinctively unmatched and there's just... Yeah. Zero connection and she's there for the hour and I just don't feel like it's there for the experience. It's just there so for a guy to get in. Yeah. And I'm I'm I will vet that at the door. Yeah, that's great. Oh, thank Next. you, Lawrence. <laughs> you do a great job at the door. Uh I'm a good one. doll bitch. <laughs> you are a good doll bitch. <laughs> You're not so bitchy though. No, I'm not. Yeah. What's your favorite thing about running a swingers club and the least favorite thing? My favorite thing is meeting new people. Um, my least favorite thing is picking up condoms off the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh. It's 
it's like sometimes, no offense, guys, cum stinks. Yeah. And it's like if you guys have had a fresh load and it's kind of dribbled out of the condom <laughs> and you guys have just obviously, I get it, like you fling the condom, just throw it to the bin and it's landed on the lid uh. because you're just orgasmed out. That shit stinks. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, I get it, but fuck. I get it. For me, you? the fa- my favourite thing is the people who come and have had a really great time. I want to say especially if they're new and, you know, this is their very first time doing something and it's kind of you see in their face that this has just opened this world up to them and yeah. how happy they are and their enjoyment. That gives me a lot of satisfaction that we could play a part in helping yeah. those people experience that and really start a new journey for their lives. Yeah. My least favourite thing is then also with people dealing with people who are just completely horrible or negative about it or when they get drunk. It's like it's painful. Too intoxicated or too yeah. inebriated is never a good sign. Yeah, that can be just it's just that takes the shine off some some of the interactions, you know. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. But also the condom thing. Man, I picked up so many fucking condoms last night. It was fucked. Yeah. How to help to get your vanilla partner to be open to coming to parties. Well this sounds like well, no, it's a vanilla person, so I guess this person is trying to get them just to be interested in the lifestyle at all. I would maybe try and help educate them a little bit, give them some reading sources or mingling events or even coming to a newbie event where you guys come just to experience the atmosphere. So you come with a strict rule of no participation mm. um, and making sure that person who is vanilla is comfortable and you guys come to just mingle and interact with people and just yeah. find out what this lifestyle can be about. Yeah, I think to build on what you just said is to like explain to them. And you know, obviously we as a, a, a club really emphasize that you don't have to do anything. So get them to say, look, let's just go and check it out. Because you can just, it's like a bar. You can go have some drinks, you play some pool, have a dance, and then meet people without ever actually having to do anything sexual. So that can be a great way to just break the ice. And then if mm. you, once your partner is in that environment, if you get them to agree to that, and it's still not for them, well, then you're going to have to have some uh, further chats after that. Next one. Any advice for a young couple, 20 to 25, coming to the club? Like, to be honest, mine is always come with no expectations and also just talk to each other throughout the night and try not to drink or do too much. What about you? I'm trying to think just specifically for 20 to 25s. It's just the same for everyone. Just make sure you have a great conversation about what you're looking for and what you're hoping to do. Stick to some rules and boundaries and make sure you're doing it for each other, not not um, for anything else. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, moving on for a next one. Oh, yeah. actually, something I do want to talk about. Um, we have decided to do something called a Super Saturday. Yeah. Um, and these events are essentially... Our normal Saturday events with extra Shazam, I think, extra extra sparkle, extra, you know. We're putting on entertainment, mm. like DJs, f- shows. Um, there's an emphasis on dressing up. Yes. So, so no, no effort, no entry. Yeah. And we're going to try and do like big type of themed events. So the, the one coming up, coming up currently, sorry, I'm losing my words, is called the Royal Debauchery. So the Queen's um, birthday long weekend in June is going to be our first Super Saturday event, um, which is very exciting because we want to start doing other events like, you know, military-themed or Burning Man theme. We want to sort of, you know, put them on Saturdays and 
get people coming and really pumped and dressed up because you find when you guys do dress up, you seem to have a little bit more fun because it's putting in that effort and getting all, you know, dressed up in some sexy, cool costume that you normally wouldn't wear adds to the experience you're about to have. Yeah, I like it. So, yeah. So, come along to the Royal Debauchery, guys. Tickets are already starting to sell. Um, and come experience our first Super Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Are you coming as a King Lawrence? Or are you a jester? I'm uh, more of a jester. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly we all know I'm a queen. <laughs> so, come find me. I'll be the Queen of Hearts. Uh, let's. I just got one more from the the questions. questions. It's not so much a question, just more of a, a statement, but maybe we can give some comfort. Yeah. Was really looking forward to coming down, but now I've got in my head and feel insecure. I think this happens a lot uh, with people who they get excited. They might be in a particular mood when they book a ticket or whatever, but then all of a sudden the, the nerves take over. I think it's the fear of not knowing. Yeah. And I, it can be very controlling when you don't know or you can't predict what's going to happen. Um, I, the only thing I would recommend is you have zero expectation to do anything. So if you just come and you have a drink and you happen to only talk to our staff members for a night, that's still a big step. Getting through the door is the hardest thing. So even if you just come in, have a glass of wine or a beer and you sit down and you just have a chat, that's still in itself experiencing the lifestyle. Yeah. Just meeting the people. Yeah. And you'll never know. You might meet, you know, your next best friend. Yeah. I guess it's like hard for the people who you like when they're starting to feel insecure. It's like, what exactly are you feeling insecure about? Is it that nobody wants to talk to you? That you you, you've got body issues? Um, But what I can say for all of that is, we really try and emphasize a judgment-free space. Whatever you look like, whatever your orientation or anything like that, it's as long as you come there with a, a. an attitude to at least be social in some aspect. Like if you sit there with, you know, rumpy pants on, sitting in the corner, arms folded, scowling at everyone, yeah, that's not great. Uh, but if you're, you're there, you know, make your, do yourself up, make yourself look as nice as you can, um, clothes that make you feel great, and then have a chat with some people, that's probably the, the best way you can just go forward and think about it. We also... Um on that note, we have a few of the highlights on our Instagram. So if anybody mm. wants to jump on there, there's there have been people who have asked questions about things they're insecure about or their fears of coming to the club and I've, I've popped it up on there. So mm. maybe one of your fears has been answered um, because OSS is an accepting and welcoming community and we try to make sure that everyone is aware of that. Yeah. Cool bananas. That's all for the week. Cool bananas. Or not the week, the, the month rather. <laughs> I was like, wow, we're we doing this weekly now. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> so thanks everyone for listening. If you could help us out, big favor, and just give us a five-star rating review, say some nice words. One-star people can go away. Don't, we don't want to hear from you. Also, uh, um, continue telling us feedback in person as well. We do love hearing that. Yeah. Um, we love hearing from the newcomers who have been listening to the podcast before they come. Yeah. It's very special of you guys to t- let us know. And please share it with your friends and like just sort of drop it in there to people who may you think may be interested. Obviously, we want to grow this community as much as we can because the more people in it, the better it is for everyone. The more selection. That's right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but thanks again for listening. Thank you. Even though we ramble on and we make jokes and fun of each other. And if you... If you're not sure where to find us, uh, you can obviously look us up on the internet. It's 
www.oursecretspot.com.au. Social medias across Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter is all at Our Secret Spot, all one word. Or you can um, come bug us on our phone numbers as well. <laughs> yeah, zero four <laughs> one. Jesus. Oh, oh four seven eight one three one seven six nine. Yeah. <laughs> he hasn't had to say that for a while. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're reachable in almost every way. And if you want to come to the club, just you come talk to us I, there. I don't know why, but when you say we're reachable in almost every way, I, I just imagine a chick reaching out for your dick. <laughs> that was my picture. But yes, we are reachable and approachable. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you very much. We'll see you next month. Bye. Bye. <laughs> you're so mean to me. No, I'm not. <laughs> yes, you are, because I know for a fact you're going to use that. <laughs> That's going to be the start to something. Uh, oh, you terrible human. Hi. You ready? <laughs> yes, I am ready. <laughs> I am ready. Okay. Your throat is all warmed up. I'm ready. I'm ready to do Your it. Your throat's warmed up, eh? It is. Yeah. Got saliva dripping down it. <laughs> God damn it. My God, can I, like, I'll stop talking. <laughs> I'm ready. Let's do this shit. <laughs> Bring it, baby.